This is the Line Waits Over Coffee Podcast, Episode 11. Don't lose your child on yourself. That's, that's it's for me, the most important things. I mean, a child, when he starts to build uh, things with a Lego, he don't know what he will do. He don't know what it will be exactly. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a, an image of a final project. That's right. it's normally what you have to sell at somebody to, to say, yeah, I will work for you during three years. Mm-hmm. That will be the final result. Of course, this, this is a, a commercial thing you have to do, but it's not like that it works. I mean, when, when you try to do something, you don't know where you will go. And this is the most important thing. You don't lose that. Don't lose that. Never. That's our guest, Gaetan Collaire, who quit his full-time job to move to China for three months just so he could learn about ceramics. Hi, my name's Azhar, and on this episode of the Line Waits Over Coffee podcast, we're talking all about reconnecting with your inner artisan. Now, I think this is so important for students because all of us have this innate ability and need to work with materiality, and there's no better time to do this than when you are a student in architecture. As the industry of architecture evolves and technology gets better, we're able to communicate more effectively, we can do more complex designs, and we can incorporate a lot of technology into our designs. But for all the benefits that technology has, there's also a couple of disadvantages. Mainly, there is this disconnect from reality. What do I mean by that? I mean, think about this. If you're working at a very large firm, say it's a multinational firm, you have projects all over the world, you may be working in a project that's in a completely different country, a different culture. And although you're working on it, you really have no connection to that place because you've never been there, you never met those people, you've probably never even seen the site. And then there's also the materiality. I mean, when you're on that computer and you're drawing a concrete column and you've never poured concrete, then how do you know what you're drawing? Or if you draw a steel beam and you've never welded steel plates together, you are really just putting forward a perception of what you think those materials really are. So how do we start to have the disconnect? Because this disconnect really didn't exist in earlier days when we were much more in tune with the site, the context, the materials. And this is not just happening in architecture. It happens in our daily lives. I mean, think about the clothes you're wearing right now. Do you know where they were made or the materials that they're made of, what the fabrication process was? Or even think about food when you go to the supermarkets. I mean, there are foods out there that I eat all the time and I really don't know where they're from. Take chia seeds, for example. I have no idea where chia seeds are from. I need to Google that and figure out exactly what chia seeds are. But I eat them all the time. Even this episode, I mean, you're listening to this on an iPhone, a tablet, a computer. You're listening to this through some sort of medium and what is that made of? Do you know the materials your device is made of, where it was constructed, what the process was? So we're having this disconnect all around us in all aspects of our lives. But I think there's a part of us, this inner artisan part of us that is curious, especially as architects, that wants to reconnect with how things are made, that wants to work with their hands. And that's why I think for students, it's so important because you're in a place right now at school where you have all these tools and labs and abilities where you can do all these kinds of experiments with materials to reconnect with what you're going to be actually building in the future. And I really don't want you guys to lose that and to make sure you take the most advantage of it. In fact, this urge to reconnect was so strong that Gaetan had quit his job and moved to China. 
And that's what this episode is really all about. So we're going to dive right into that after this message. Stay tuned. Hi, everyone. If you like what you're listening to and want more content like this coming your way, remember that the best way to support this show is by getting an Adobe CC subscription through our website at lineweights.coffee. Now, as architecture students, we rely heavily on graphic presentation tools such as Photoshop, InDesign, and Illustrator. We wanted to make it really easy for you to learn these programs and have created a set of high-quality tutorials complete with all the example files for you to learn the fundamentals to creating excellent presentations. So we cover Adobe Illustrator that teaches you how to properly import and manipulate your 2D drawings. We're talking line weights, line types, hatches, finding those vector scalies and textures and so on. Then, of course, we go into Photoshop where you have your renderings, you're adjusting light, materials, scale figures, even how to link your 2D drawings from Illustrator right into Photoshop. And then, of course, we round that all off with Adobe InDesign, which is the best publishing software out there in order for you to actually make your posters, linking your files, setting up your paragraph styles, proper printing procedures, archiving, and so on. Now, this course is actually a $109 value that you can get for absolutely free when you purchase an Adobe CC subscription through our website because we get a commission off each purchase. So to find out more, just go to our website at lineweights.coffee and click on Adobe. Thank you. Hi, guys. Welcome back. My guest today is Gaetan Collère. One of the things I love about Gaetan is that when I met him, he was telling me all about these experiments that he would do. And I always thought it was part of his job or part of what he did, but really he was just doing them on his own. In fact, he even built his own studio to just do his own creative experiments. And one of the craziest things that Gaetan did was just quit his job and leave to China because he wanted to learn more about ceramics. And he spent three months in China, didn't speak a word of Chinese, learned what he could, came back and then went to this wonderful art school in Limoges in France to research 3D printed porcelain, which in a way was kind of combining his great computer skills with his ceramic skills that he had just learned. And, you know, he's bringing that back to whatever he's doing today. Currently, he's a freelance designer and architect, and he's also an instructor at the Special School of Architecture in Paris. So Gaetan is definitely one who is not afraid to step outside of his comfort zone and to do different kinds of experiments. And we're going to talk all about the disconnect between us as architects and what we're building, us as humanity and the products and services that we use on a day-to-day basis, what we should do to become better designers, his trip to China. And I'm going to jump right into a conversation that we were having regarding what is the perception of architecture according to a student. So if you're a student who's just started architecture school, there's this idea in your head of what an architect is and what you're going to be when you graduate. Let's go right into that conversation. I was a teacher uh, three months ago. It was for really young pupils that tried during uh, one semester to prepare some exam to go inside the School of Architecture. And each day, the first thing I ask is why you would like to do architecture. It was really difficult for them to, to know what is exactly an architect. I mean... At first, it was like I will be a constructor of housing. Of uh, I love to do stuff by by myself, and I think architecture will be that. Uh, or 
uh, I love fashion and nice place and I would <laughs> like to do this type of things. Of course, everything like that is architecture or uh, I have seen really beautiful building of Zadid and I would like to do the same things. Right. Uh, this type of things, but this is some example of what could be an architect. But I mean, it could be a more personal question about why you will be an architect. I mean, I think a school of architecture, it's at first a school that you are learning how you will do project. Okay. Project in the more bigger Broad sense. Yeah, bigger sense that you can find. And what is exactly, it, it starts to develop your, your creativity, your, your envie in French, your opinions, your necessity of what you would like to do on your life. I mean, of course, if you tell me that, uh, I would, I will be an architect because I think an architect is, it's like, uh, this beautiful job, like, uh, a lawyer or a doctor yeah. or these types of, of things that you will, Uh, win a lot of money. Right. You could be, but I mean, this is not the Most best. likely, no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not for me, that would be sure. I mean, of course, I, I, I can do um, architecture just to build things, to rent things, to, to uh, find a way to win some more money as possible, but this is not an architect has to be. I mean, you, you have to to find a way that people can live on, on a better situation, on a, on a better communication, or that you, you, you have to find a, an environment or to build an environment to, to, for people. And it's a politic job and all these things. It's really a large job. And why I love this job, it's because if you have... A, a personality, I mean, a big personality, and you would like to push this personality of on your way mm -hmm. to just uh, to be yourself. I think it's a good architecture uh, um, uh, studies. It's a, a really good way to, to know that and to do this type of things. Artists is also this type of things, but it's completely different because an architect has to be a politician. I mean, has to be a, a guy that is working not for him, but for the other. Mm -hmm. and for a client. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And maybe this is my difficulty part, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that anyway. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. for students, even for myself, when I joined architecture school, I didn't know anything about architecture. I, I thought the job was doing drawings or something like that, but I never thought the job is what I do today, you know? Ah. And I think that, that, that students just, uh, you know, if you guys are in school and you're going through your studies, just understand that the possibilities out there when you become an architect can be, you can be so many different things. It's not okay. like there's one job yeah, that is an architect. In the second years of my studies, when uh, I was doing stuff with, um, with cable, Okay. And I was trying to do a password between two walls with a lots of cable and play with this, this type of thing. So you're trying to use cables to make a, a bridge between yeah. two walls. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it was like a piece of art because all the 
structural part was doing on subtle way and when you work is a so great start to doing like that and I, I loving this type of things because mm-hmm. I was thinking it's a good way to know how you are and how you feel inside this moment and yeah. I push my job just to explain that insecurity it's good to know yourself mm-hmm. and the guy was telling me that but why you are doing architecture this is not architecture this is art you are doing art <laughs> And finally, what I am doing now, (laughs) I am working for a team that is doing bridge with cable. Mm -hmm. And we speak about frequency, we speak about uh, movement on steel and how the steel is deforming, the the deflection, all these type of things. And it was almost the project of my second years. But I I was not thinking that I will do that. Just doing my... You were just experimenting Yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, just I was trying to play with... Uh, it was a small piece of, uh, of wood and a piece of cable and, and it was supple and I love that. When I push here, it moves that. And when I push so that... It was not a piece. stable bridge. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> it's a very dangerous bridge. <laughs> not dangerous, but just... I, I tried to explain to my teacher that I don't like stable bridge. Mm-hmm. I prefer to... To feel the environment where I am. I mean, the earth, it's not stable. When he has a lot of water on earth, it starts to be like a sponge on your shoes are doing so, and you know your environment like that. You know that the, the earth has to take water and it's like a sponge and when the sponge blah, 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 blah. And for me, this is a way to understand your environment. I mean, she has only like eight and uh, eight years that we trying to do uh, everything perfect, everything uh, with a nice finishing, with no materiality. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the architecture of now it's uh, so prefabricated that you have just to assemble it, uh, final project as an architect. I mean, when you are doing architecture, it start to be more and more like that. And I don't like that. I mean, I don't, I don't feel material like that. I, I have some problem with this. It's, it's for that I am happy to work with this guy that is doing uh, um, architecture with plate of steel and we, we start to bend it, we start to cup it, we start to know how we can reinforce it. And it doesn't mm. have any prefabricated things. It just has uh, a piece of steel and what, we'll do a bridge with that. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot of geometry, it's a lot of uh, stuff like that. But, I mean, the, after from my experiences, it was not enough. Because I use a lot of time in front of my computer just to move my, my, my mouse mm-hmm. and to try to explain that this surface was able to be developable. And, but I was not on the material, materiality. Yeah, and you're not hands-on. You're not feeling the architecture. You're, yeah, it's, it's through some digital Things, medium, right? Yeah, and uh, I was not happy for that. I mean, I, I start to lose my my body finally. Mm-hmm. I start just to be a big uh, uh, cervel. How you say that? <laughs> <laughs> a big uh, head uh, with a, a, a really small body, just like uh, have an interaction <laughs> of my mouse. I, you, you cannot see me, but uh, it's like, <laughs> like that in front of my computer. And I think this is not life. You have to, you have to, 
to try, to try with materiality, you have to, I mean, 100 years, uh, when a family, one, when a couple was done, they tried to build by themselves a house. You're saying 100 years ago, if two people got married, yeah, they would, I mean, they would try to make their own home. A home, yeah. exactly. And I mean, this was, uh, I mean, on, on the countryside, it was like that. And I think it was, it's like that on a lot of country. Mm -hmm. Now an architect, architect start to build a house for them. But I mean, I don't know what they want, they would like to do. And I am so happy that to explain the place we are here now, I have built it. It's me. I have done by myself. Mm -hmm. This is so important for me. I, I, I know how to do it. I know that this place, I know all these fragilities, I know all the, how it's done. Uh, I have done electricity, I have done lots of things like that, and I, I believe in that. I, I believe in materiality. Yeah. yeah. So for, for just for context, we're in Gaetan's studio right now, which is this, this old, like, it used to be a shed that belonged to someone else and now is a shared space for a couple of artists. And Gaetan has built entirely like a mezzanine floor and all of the tables and all of the the tools that he uses. And he's done everything by hand over here and built his own custom space for him to be able to experiment in. So Gaetan, you were in a firm, you had a stable job, and you decided to just leave everything and go to China, right? Yeah. Tell us about that. Uh, no, it was a question of computer. I mean, I, I have done lots of computer and I... I was thinking that I lose time and I cannot be only that. I have one life, only one life, and I, I would like to do a lot of things. And one of the things I would like to do is to know how to do ceramic because it's uh, an art for me that it's so old and so precious for humanity. Mm -hmm. And it's really a craft job that finally everybody can do it. It's not so difficult and I was trying to find a place that I can learn that and she has a city in China that it was a place that invents porcelain how you say that porcelain, porcelain. Yeah, yeah porcelain because the mountain just near the, the name is Kaolin and mm. Kaolin it's the name of the porcelain and I was going here for three months uh, just to learn how to do that and I keep my computer, I keep uh, Grasshopper, that is the software to do the adaptable shape and all these things. And I have doing a lot of beautiful shape on my computer. And I try to say, I would like to do that. How can I, well, how can I do it? And they look at me and they say, <laughs> wow, please take a piece of heart <laughs> and just use your hand just to know how the heart are doing things. Yeah, how the earth behaves and... Yeah, yeah, what the material gives to you, right. what you can, not what you can give to the material, but what the material gives to you. For me, this travel was amazing. It was the most uh, no future uh, travel. It was a travel that everything that I will do during this time, it will be loose because it will be cracked. It will be not be perfect, right. but I will learn an amazing quantity of things. Yeah. Did you speak any Chinese? No, nothing. You just went without anything? No, no, no. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, we have an amazing um, 
divide now that when you speak in French and they give the traduction in Japanese in, or in Chinese, I don't know. I, I, no, normally, it's not perfect, but step by step with beautiful smiles and and cigarettes and all these things, you start to just to have a normal life and to try to speak with people. So three yeah. months you stay over there. You're learning about ceramics. Yeah. Because you wanted to learn. No one told you. No one. There was no influence. You you had an interest personally. Yeah. You went there. To a lot of people, that will sound crazy to drop <laughs> everything they're doing but and to just leave their country and go somewhere. Finally, it's not so crazy because during my job before, uh, we ha I have done a lots of uh, building or facade or bridge or whatever for for Chinese. And I never done, I never go in Chinese and I don't know what, how they so live. So you worked on a lot of projects that were in China. Yeah. But you never actually. Yeah. Went I, I don't know people. I don't know how they live. What, what will be this beautiful, amazing transition during this uh, five, uh, uh, 50 years ago for them. Mm -hmm. It was amazing what the transformation of society it's for them. But, yeah, I just I would like to see that. And yeah, I, I have a lot of anecdotes for to explain that it was crazy to see that building grow up so quickly and five years after they are they look like old. Mm -hmm. And you don't know why, but it's like that and this is China. And finally for me there are these people, I mean, on a place that I was living, because China is so big that he has a lot of different type of place, but I mean, for me, it was to, to see people are doing ceramic like them. I mm. mean, like artisans, but so connected between one another, one another. I mean, for me, this was, uh, industriality 2.0. It means that, um, you don't have to have a big place. You, you just have to be, to have one speciality and lots of connection. Mm -hmm. They have, um, how you say that, uh, a fabric of people, of connection together to work on the same direction on, or, but alone, finally, but together alone. I don't know, with so subtle connection between yeah. people that it's like, uh, in Italy, for example, in Italy, when he has a lot of artisans are doing, uh, Beautiful things with material, materiality. In France, we don't, we lose that. I mean, I, I am coming from a family of industrial people that we are doing fabric. And it was amazing that in, uh, 60 yeah. years before people has one machine at home to do <laughs> them things. To uh, make their own clothes. Yeah. Uh. I mean, this was just six, 16 years before. And, nice. and now, we are buying clothes that it are, it's doing in China and we don't know what is exactly, what the quality it is, how right. it's done, what is, what shape it is, how you do it. It's amazing that, I mean, on the story of humanity, yeah. we lose an amazing quantity of capacity to doing things by, by, by. Self-sufficiency yeah. is going away. Yeah. And your connection to materials is, is being lost. Completely. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And it, I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's for that that I would like to see how China are, are doing this transition. Yeah. And ceramic was a pretext, but it's a good pretext because I love this, this, uh, materiality. I mean, it's so old art that I, I yeah. tell you before. 
but yeah, it it wasn't really good travel for that. Yeah. So yeah. I think for all, for students, when I think about them, I'm just trying to challenge what they're thinking is their job going to be. You know, I mean, mm. most likely when we graduate, we're going to be in an office. We're going to be working with a computer, yeah. most likely. But I think what you're saying is to encourage themselves to to do things by their hands. Yeah, to get out. Yeah. If you are not so, I mean, one teacher tell me that the best things to learn how to do architect, it's to find a bank to to buy a place to repair by yourself and sell it. And really? Yeah, it was in the first years of my my studies, and one teacher told me that if wow. you want to know what is architect architecture, and right. if you don't want to lose time, if yeah. you want to be able at the end of your studies to be an architect by yourself, right. start now. You don't have to be to have a, a, a diploma. You, right? Yeah, you can you, you can just buy a place, yeah. know how you can fix it, and sell it before. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> Do something uh, on your own and Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, and finally because of course you can find a place to work with one amazing architect that is doing building uh, like chips or I don't know what, mm -hmm. but this is not exactly what materiality is. For example, now I am designing a bridge and it's a mast and he has a lots of problem of uh, connection between between steel mm -hmm. and you have to to weld it yeah. and you don't know how to do it if you have never used a, 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 a bending machine a welding machine before, a welding how machine, would you yeah, yeah you will not be able to think how you will do it right and that's it and you yeah. can just start now it's not difficult it's uh, like uh, no it's cheap uh, uh, weld belt things <laughs> yeah i think when you're in school there is more of an opportunity to experiment because you have the labs, you have, there's nothing serious, so to speak. You have the ability to be yourself, to play. Mm -mm -mm. But I think once you join a firm, you're a little more uh, constricted. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so maybe you should play I, more. How I can tell you that? It's my fragility. I mean, I, I, I have to be light, light, to, to do interesting things. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I am too much on a constraint mm -hmm. and too much on pressure, I am not be able to do good things. And it's for that it's important to, to find a place that your space, yeah. it's good for you to do interesting things. Right. And it's quite difficult to find that. It, it's not a question of name or whatever. It's a question of environment. Uh, or yeah. capacity to know people and to do things with them. I don't know. There's a lots of different way to to do things that you would like to do. To play with materiality, to play with uh, your computer. To don't lose your child on yourself. That's that's it's for me the most important things. I mean. Uh, a a child, when he starts to build uh, things with a Lego, he don't know what he will do. Mm -hmm. Just he starts to do. and He just starts to make something. Yeah, he makes something. He don't know what it will be exactly. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have a, 
an image of a final project. That's right. it's normally what you have to sell at somebody to, to say, yeah, I will work for you during three years. Mm -hmm. That will be the final result. Right. Of course, this, this is a, a commercial thing you have to do, but it's not like that it works. I mean, when, when you try to do something, you don't know where you will go. Right. And this is the most important thing. You don't lose that. Don't lose that. Never. Like, how would you encourage that? How would you encourage your own students to <coughs> feel that connection, that sense of creativity, that idea of not being constrained mm. to be able to... Yeah, be a child, be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, it doesn't have a... Yeah, take, take the responsibility of your child. That's, that's the good things. I mean, uh, my boss tells that, and I, I believe in that. I mean, this guy was, he's like a child. I mean, when you see him, he, it's, it's, but he's doing an amazing job. And it's difficult to, to be a child and also take the responsibility of what your child w would like to do. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is maybe what you have to learn between your, your architectural studies. I think a lot of times when when people do graduate and they get jobs, I mean, architecture, we work crazy hours. And a lot of that time is just production work, yeah. making drawings or, you know, preparing models or renderings or something. And I think that if week after week after week someone's doing that, they're going to eventually think that that is, that is architecture, you know, that that is what their career is. And I just want them to know that that's not true. Yeah, no, that's sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She, she has a, a lots of books of uh, what you have to buy when you start studies of architecture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, for me, the best thing is uh, to, to buy machine, <laughs> to buy uh, things to cut wood, to things to... Uh, to try to do mold with, uh, or to do model with uh, a piece of concrete, mm -hmm. or try to to show materiality of what it's materiality. Yeah. I mean, of course, a computer is amazing to do. Uh, to do what finally? <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, architecture is is, yeah, you have uh, is real. You close your computer yeah. and just you have nothing. But when you when you have done uh, a chair with uh, I don't know five piece of wood, you have your chair. I mean, she is not amazing of between because the curves takes time to do it, and yeah. on a computer it's like three click. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean <laughs> after you can sit on your chair. <laughs> Alright guys, that's the end of our episode. I hope you guys enjoyed that and got some great pointers. My takeaway, I have two points. So one is of course don't lose touch with materiality. As architects, it's so important for us to be using materials touching materials, being able to manipulate them, and really getting a sense of their constraints and how to put things together. Whether it's wood, concrete, ceramics, stones, metals, whatever it may be, wherever your interests lie, I mean, just try to have a way to incorporate them into your design projects and start to experiment with materiality because I think it's important for us to disconnect a little bit from the computer and really just get our hands dirty once in a while. The second takeaway that I have is fear. 
One of the things that I really admire is that Gaeta put his fear aside of quitting his full-time job and taking a leap and going to China, thinking that, you know what, I want to learn about ceramics. This is what I'm going to do. And I'm sure there's a lot of fear associated with that. I think that fear is also holding a lot of us back from things that we wanted to do, whether it's projects that we want to start on, maybe we have some product ideas, maybe it's a new skill, a new language we want to learn. I mean, there's no better time than right now. A lot of times the fears we have are always exaggerated as a defense mechanism. I think we all naturally have that. I think we should do an episode on fear setting that really establishes like a lot of times in our lives when we're scared to do something because of consequences that really haven't happened yet, but they're all in our head to really understand why we should go for those things that we're truly excited about. So this week, we actually have two episodes, one today and one coming out later this week. So stay tuned for that. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Any links that we talked about, and of course, all about Gaetan's ceramic work and the city that he went to can be found in the show notes at lineweights.coffee and i'll see you guys in the next episode